get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Jackson, we're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you and ask for you to build a big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have not done this already, go ahead, share the call with others. They can dial in the 602-753-1848 or listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. I just want to say good morning, good afternoon. Good evening, good weekend, whenever you are listening to uh, this series, this is going to be something that, you know, um, will help you if you want to tap into your limitless success. I truly believe that each and every one of you uh, have the ability to succeed and have anything that you want, but the challenge is knowing how to get it, or more importantly, moving things that are in your way of getting what you want. We talked about how the thing that's limiting you is your experiences, your environment, and your expectations. And on today, I want you to know that uh, just because it didn't go as you thought or went as planned does not mean it was wrong. Our scripture is going to be coming out of the book of Second Corinthians, and um, chapter 12, verses 6 through 10, I want you to turn to this because this is so powerful. Because we're going to turn your whole mess into your main message. Let's go to the Lord together because we all have thorns in our flesh. They're there to help us and not hurt. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you've made and we're glad and rejoice we're here in the land of the living. Heavenly Father, we are just so grateful. We are so grateful just for this day and we're so grateful also for your grace and your mercy. Just to think that we are made in the likeness of your image and it takes us so long to walk in that likeness and yet you still love us and yet you still give us opportunities to get it right. Help us understand that all of those trials and tribulations were is needed for us to walk in and complete the assignment that you sent us here from earth for. We think that our birth was just because our moms and dads decided that they wanted us to be here. But no, you, first, before we were formed in our mother's womb, had plans, you. 
but our abilities to prosper. Help us tap into that, and we know we can't do that without our helper. Holy Spirit, have your way here at Power Start Your Day as we are beginning to see and walk in the flesh by faith, not by the things that we see or the things we've seen, but by what God's word said. We honor you. We thank you for these revelations on today as we seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. The work many of us are unwilling to do, but that's where everything that we need, everything, period, begins. I want us to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, and we're going to start at verse 6, and we know that this is the Apostle Paul who was just a G, right? And you guys know, I don't know, I just say what I say. Paul, just remember, don't forget that Paul was not for all this Christian stuff. Paul's total opposite that. I'm not going to go into that story. I don't want to get your mind. You go back and you, you got to go back and know who Paul was before. He became the apostle, able to walk through and just set things up. I need you to hear me about our brother Paul. See, people thought that he knew so much. They, they, they were not listening that he's saying, listen, I'm not all that in a bag of chips. I'm actually nothing without God and He's describing his experience in the third heaven in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, but he also lets you know, don't be thinking that I'm all of that just because I've been able to see some things and had some experiences that uh, some of you all haven't had. I have some challenges too. 2 Corinthians 12, we're starting at verse 6. For though I might desire to boast, I will not be a fool. I will speak the truth. But I refrain lest anyone should think of me above what he sees me to be or hears from me. And lest I should be exalted above measure, by the abundance of the revelations, thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan, to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, 
My grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I would rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Oh, my God. I don't know about you, but just that moment, you should have just given God a praise break because this is a huge key to how your past experiences set you up. If you could take instructions, most of us are hard-headed. We can't take no instructions. We literally are embarrassed. We are shameful. We want to lick our wounds. In what Paul says is the way for the power of Christ to rest on us. Now, we already know that if the power of Christ is on you, you can operate limitlessly. Your belief about what has happened, what had happened was, your belief about that will have a totally different meaning concerning your success. Now, the experiences, the crazy things that have happened in your childhood, the things of where when you can think about Oprah who said, I was molested. Now, look at where Oprah is. When you can think about even Tyler Perry who also said, hey, things have happened to me. When you can think about so many people who are now massively successful who says, I came out the ghetto, but I just didn't stay there. I had horrible things happen to me, so I started doing good things for people where they say, you know what, everybody tried to hold me down, push me down, suppress me, so I started lifting people up. That's part of my story. I need you to hear me about why you have these limited beliefs. Because my great mentor, every time I'm speaking, if I'm in my office, God would have me to look over to my bookshelf, which, by the way, when I post this picture, Tyler Perry, and you notice that he is a billionaire and he's standing in a library, even though he has created plays. Remember, he was the one that created plays that had to come out of his imagination, and then you had to attend to see what his first works were. That was the beginning, right? But look at where it took him. 
I need you to understand he's standing in the middle of a library, and every time I'm talking to you, I just am sitting around a wealth of knowledge where I can look to the right and I see the books on my bookshelf. I look to the left and I see the multiple versions or the multiple translations of the Bible. I'm looking down and I'm looking right at my Bible. I'm looking to the right and I'm looking at the notes as God is downloading this morning, three after 3 a.m. And Robert's like, babe, where you going? I'm like, I got to go write this stuff down. And he's like, I don't want you to go. I'm like, you already know uh, the only other man that is above whatever anybody got to say. He said, I got to go. I got to go write these things down. And I began to write. And so some things that I was looking at, I was literally speaking to my assistants and I was like, oh my gosh, wait a minute. We got all these people on the team and some of these things that's on this plan is not going right. It's not going as planned. And God said, it's going as I planned. And I got up and I started looking at all of what He's already given me concerning the assignment, and I'm saying, my Lord, I have to repent. You've given me more than enough to do more than what people can do, and probably some of the lifetimes I am just so grateful I repent. And when you start to look at what Paul, should I be a fool? try to act like I got the master plan. But all of what I am even doing for God, this thorn in my flesh that has kept me humble and hungry. See, most of y'all, y'all not humble and you're not hungry because when you humble, you can't walk in shame if you're humble. You'll be okay with sharing your experiences just so that somebody else can say there's a light at the end of the tunnel for me. No, we want to keep it bottled up and act like we we proud. We got it all together. So we're afraid to ask for business or ask for partnership or ask for help. And you sit there silently suffering in your limits. Say, I, I'm just going to hear what God said to me. All that stuff. He been talking, you just can't hear. He been sent the opportunity, you just can't see. He been sent the people or the person to you, you just didn't appreciate it. You didn't know what it was because you didn't realize that your infirmity was the opportunity. The power of God to rest on you, and you can operate in. The limitless. This is what I need you to know. There's some things for me that I'm saying, wow. If if I had grown up, I don't know because I didn't, but if I had grown up in a two-parent household where everything was perfect and it was Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, and my mom didn't have to go through the challenges that she did, even though we, we were 
living in a single-family house, but sometimes without no heat. We had, she went shopping once a month, and we had to ration. And it was okay to fry that bologna and put it on that toasted bread with the butter, and it was very good, as a matter of fact, that sometimes I just love to even experience that, and that's the, it really tastes good. Or, or that canned salmon that she cooked up with onions and all of that, that was just a few-dollar meal, and all you did was add some onions and peppers and put it on top of rice, and sometimes that's what I eat. And it's so funny that Caden, who's never experienced those things, he loved the same things I love, and he didn't know that's a poor man's meal considering, but I didn't realize how that, those experiences is what led me to riches. That in the deaths of children, the near deaths of myself, stories that I haven't even told, and for me to be here, to be able to still have God's grace and mercy and the challenges, I'm like, Lord, it just won't let up. As soon as it looked like everything, the storm and everything, this dust is settled and everything is clear, here comes another problem. Here comes another headache. Here comes another person that's a hater. Here comes another person trying to stop me. And, and he's like, he didn't have that. You wouldn't need me. Trials and tribulations build the character, and that's one of the things that keep me in line. Let me tell you something. Nobody can pay me to do somebody wrong, even though people lie all the time. There's no, it don't matter. Guess what? I've learned a long time ago. A lie don't care who will tell it, and the dark always have to come to the light. Guess what? I don't even care about the lie. Let me tell you what I do care about is that I know without a shadow of doubt with all the pain that I've gone through, there's no way that I'm going to be a person causing pain. And I'm going to tell you one other thing. Nobody can pay me. There's not a dollar they can pay me. To take me out of God's grace. You know how long and how many times I had to go to God when I was all in the world doing all kind of crazy stuff? It's like, oh, my Lord, it seemed like it just took too long to just get to the prayer because I was living in shame. I'm not no goody two-shoes. So when I learned the laws, I just wanted to abide by them. Kingdom laws, that is. Because I know that even though God has grace, there's still consequences. He can't change because he's God. And so when I started saying, okay, this is what I need you to do. When you understand that you are weak is when you are strong. So what if every time that you felt weak, you were to believe that you were actually strong? It was the opportunity for you to move out of your limits and into the limitless. Because nobody don't want to listen until they're in pain. How many times have you been warned about what something was going to do, but once you was in there, that now you like calling mercy? Some of us are just not in enough pain. The thorn in our side ain't poking us hard enough for us to say, you know what? I surrender. 
even in all of the teachings that where people are teaching you how you can go higher to your higher self, just say you going to God. They don't even want to say that. And and you go into your higher self. You're going into your real self is what I say because I just like to keep it real. You're going into your real self. Is when you can put your fabricated called your flesh self down. Your flesh self was created by men or man. Your experiences you've gone through with people, the things you put yourself through, that's your flesh self. You can't believe that. Let's think about it for a moment. Think about the types of challenges your flesh gets you into. But when you can surrender into that and now you're getting into your real self, where God can do the work, that's where you can operate in the limitless. Listen. Your back up against the wall is your opportunity to climb. But you feel ain't nowhere else to go. Don't go down. Don't shrink. Get bigger. Go up. Your challenges was for you to change course. The challenges were just saying, hey, pay attention. This is not maybe where I need you to be going, says God. It's not, let me, this is the reason why I can. I got too many kids. I ain't got no money. I ain't got whatever. No, it's the reason why you should because you got too many kids and you ain't got no money. That's why you need to be going hard. Think about it for a moment. On how the world is so opposite. Having kids is the only way that your your legacy can continue. That's the only way your inheritance continue. They try to tell you it's a too many. No, it's only too many when you can't afford them. But nobody ain't tell you there's not opportunities where you could afford them. I'm seeing people who have a lot of children who just tap into the industry where they begin to realize, wait a minute, I've been working hard, but I was just in the wrong industry. Now I can feed them, clothe them, still set them up for the come up. And I have a lot of opportunities for my inheritance to continue. I'm not telling you to go out there and go have no babies. I'm just telling you that whatever challenge that you thought was, was limiting you, which was limiting you, was your opportunity to rest in the strength of God and become limitless. Hearing is your past experiences. You just think, oh, it's going to happen again. But what if you thought opposite? This time I'm going to make it. This time it's going to happen. This time I will not be denied. This time... It's next level. What if you started thinking about it in that way every time you had a challenge? Limited belief, those assumptions that you can't do it would disappear. What is that thing? The thorn in your side. We all have them. I'm not talking about your promotion. I'm talking about why you haven't been promoted. 
I'm not talking about why you don't have the life you want. I'm talking about why you haven't pursued it. The environment, I'm not talking about where you're in. I'm talking about why you haven't left it. Why didn't you pack up your stuff and just go? And you know it ain't taking you nowhere. That's what we're talking about. These are the things that I don't hear often. In the midst of all this mayhem of the world, we're hearing doom and gloom. And we just want to call the news of more stimulus checks that's basically going to keep you on a welfare level. What about the wealth that is being transferred right now under your nose? What about that? Go look around and hear how many people are talking about how you can tap into the wealth that's being transferred right now under your nose, the big bank, while we're being crabs in a barrel pulling down the folk with little bank. Yeah, I called it that. A million dollars, even though it ain't a whole bunch of folks with it, it's still little bank. Billions are being transferred. You need to collaborate with the ones, sow into the ones, build with the ones who you have access to. Because the separation and the gap in between the have and the have nots are growing greater as you wake up. Now, who going to hold their story back today? Who going to sit up there and still not flip on their camera, their smartphone, that ain't that smart? If they ain't making you a lot of money, it ain't smart. Who not going to flip on their smartphone and start talking about the challenges and what you did about them? Nobody just want to hear your woes and don't be posting no cash app. Show somebody how they can make some cash. You could go into overflow. I love you. God bless you.